Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm Jessica Smalley, Mark Boris's producer, and this is Straight Talk. I hope you're enjoying your break. Mark and the team have a little WhatsApp group that we chat in and from what I can tell, the man is taking a well-deserved break. We wanted to put together your favourite episodes from 2022 and share them with you. It's safe to say the guests have all been very different and we love introducing you to new ideas, stories and perspectives on this podcast. So before we jump in, please give this show a review and hit the subscribe button. This guarantees bigger guests and brings you moments you'll never hear anywhere else. And just quietly, Mark really wants to talk to Joe Rogan, and I reckon we can do it. All right, kicking off number four is the boy from the area, Ty Bam Bam Tuavasa, a UFC champion who represents the people from Western Sydney in the best way. My friends and people I've seen around me have done shoeys for a long time, right? you know. Let's go up Kingsville Pub when I was a little boy and just see just some stupid shit, you know what I mean? But, like, that's – it's, in this, it's it represents us as, as, as where we're from, as in Australia, and, like, we're, we're good people compared to the rest of the world. Like, I've been to some countries just like, these cunts are fuck with, it's like – they don't know how to joke around. They don't know how a bit of banter and stuff. This I was like, all right, well, let's just keep showing who we are and, and keep doing what I do. And I don't mind it either. So I'm not I'm not too fast. So I thought, why don't we just keep doing it? And then once the Americans kind of got a hold of it, yeah, they, they're frothing on it. So I'm cheering. <laughs> totally. I mean, I see him reaching out through the crowd as you're walking back from, a, from out of the ring. They're, Please do a show with yeah. me. And you do it happily. Well, I also believe like they come to if the if if people come to watch me, I want to give them something in return. Yeah, like if I you know either a knockout or, or a fun song to walk out to, or if they're lucky, even get to do a shoe with them. You know what I mean? I'm not. This isn't always a one way street. I feel. So, Cindy Lauper. I mean, like they that's a pretty weird song to be walking out just before you're about to get bashed or bash somebody. <laughs> one of the two. Um, how do you choose your songs? Like a lot of my songs are jams uh, from me and my mum when we used to cruise around. That's cool. Yeah, so they they remind me of, uh, and they're always bangers. You know what I mean? Me and my mum used to we used to spend a lot of time in the car and um, 
doing laps and that. So we, <laughs> so it also remind me of my childhood and stuff too. So that's sweet. That's, yeah. that's very fucking cool. I, I, one thing I do notice is you, you're, you're a proud Aboriginal man. So you're part Samoan, part Aboriginal. Yeah. Um, First Nations. Um, which nation of the First Nations is your background? So my great-grandmother is Kungabula Nation up in Queensland. My great-grandmother was stolen, so we didn't really talk too much about uh, about the ins and outs, if that. Kind of yeah. Thing. But my mum was born here in Crown Street. And then and some uh, Margaret's. Uh, in Crown Street the Hospital. All women's there. Yeah, yeah it's it's Margaret's Hospital. That's where I was born, yeah. And then my family lived in Redfern, my, my grandmother, and they – Shifted my grandmother out to Kingsville Park. So it was one of the, the about back in that time, like I said, I don't really, uh, I don't really know too much. But and then my my mum grew up out in the country, out Orange and Condo down them ways. And it is it, your Aboriginal um, background. I mean, what makes you proud about that? What is it that? Gives you such such a, a, a big sense of pride. Uh, my mother was always my mother was always proud, and plus I think it was my Samoan side is, is they're they're very proud of they're proud the Samoans are proud people you know so I kind of hit a hit a, a part of my life where I was like different well I was different my my, my I was I was to another mother uh, my dad already had six kids to. To, to another lady, which is my stepmom, which I don't believe in step, you know what I mean? So, yeah, sounds weird. Yeah, none of that, you know, but she raised me, so my mother's raised me and um, I was different. I was a different colour. I was different, you know, to all my brothers and my cousins. So I reached the point of my age where I was like, fuck it, I am different. So I've got to, i just got to be strong and, be, and that's it. I can't help who I am, you know what I mean? So... From then on, I was just, but I've always been proud, and, and I think it was about teaching, you know, teaching my family that that I am proud, and they should be proud as well. And a lot of my family now they they take in my Aboriginal side, and they and they love it, you know. So it's really this is cool. your Samoan family, yeah, 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 yeah. Samoan family. Because I know you've got the um, Polynesian yeah. sort of um, tattoos on your legs. Yeah. Is that sort of uh, sort of? Respect to the Polynesian side. Well, the reason I got this was my Samoan mum. I, I was younger when I was little. I said, uh, "What's that?" And uh, my uncle had one, and um, she said, "Only real men get that, son." And I was like, "Well, I'm going to get that for you," and I just stuck to my word. And uh, definitely, once I went on the journey, I kinda, I realized that it was bigger than uh, <laughs> it was a lot bigger than what it was, and it's definitely one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. But I I definitely wouldn't take it back. Number three is porn star Angela White. The response to this episode was very vocal. And I've got to be honest with you, some weren't happy, but it definitely didn't show in the downloads. Do you make good money in this game? I mean, I don't know, yeah. but they tell well, me you make good money. But what, 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 do you mind so give me an idea? Like we talk about millions of dollars a year or we? what, what are we looking at? Well, I should say that n- not everyone makes great money in this industry. Imagine, yeah. Yeah. It's um it's an industry where you can do very well. And I'm I'm not gonna give exact numbers, but I'm sure you've seen some of the numbers thrown around about the top OnlyFans or earners. Yeah. And I am in the top zero point zero one percent, which gives you an idea. Right. 
Uh, so yeah, I make very good money, but I also work very hard and I'm yeah. very passionate. So it's not easy money what, yeah. as people think it is. Well, no, when you make lots of money, it's never easy. Mm. It doesn't matter what genre you're in. Um, yeah. OnlyFans has been a big boost yes. for everybody. In none of your industry, anyone who's on OnlyFans, whatever the reason is, yeah. it's it's been giant. It, like it's probably catapulted you, not you, but everybody in terms of revenues way beyond all creators yeah. of any type of content, way beyond wherever they were prior to that. And to some extent prior to that, everybody's being used up a bit. Well, creators, are f- uh, performers are finally getting the the money that they deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you'd do different if you went back to Angela at 18 or 19? <sighs> That's a tough question because all the decisions I made got me to this point right now and I'm so happy with the point that I'm at. And so like any mistake that I may have made or anything that I may have done, I think, you know, one thing does come up actually. I think I could have told my mother about getting into the industry softer. I think I was too, I don't, I wouldn't have changed getting in, but I was just a little rebellious and I just, just told her like just without, I feel like I told her without empathy. And so I think I wish I had told her in a more softer way. Like I wish I had sat down and explained to her, like, I'm really passionate about this. And I've been thinking about this for years. And I have, I have so many ideas about how I want to express myself and what I want to do. Instead, I just kind of was just like, yeah, I'm doing this. Like basically I'm doing this. I don't care what you say. Was Angela in a hurry or was she rebellious? Like you sometimes. I was a little bit in a hurry, actually. (laughs) I was because I just turned 18. I was like, okay, I'm doing it. Let's go. So I think that's, I think I could have delivered it in a more empathetic way. And thankfully my mom was really understanding and is really supportive. She was worried in the beginning because there's all these myths that surround the industry about all the women are abducted and, you know, drug addicted and they're all coerced into things they don't want to do, which is, you know, hasn't been my experience at all. But there are those myths that surround the industry. So, of course, she was worried. Also, I just turned 18. I'd never been overseas by myself before. I was still in high school. And I just said, I'm just going to go across the other side of the globe and shoot pornography. So I could have delivered that in a more empathetic way. It's uh, fucking mad when you're 18 (sighs) thinking about that. Yeah. I thought I was crazy going, living in university when I was 17, leaving home, leaving Punchbowl, moving into Kensington. I thought that was mad. You've, uh, and just to study, <laughs> you've gone off to another another whole new world like LA, I guess LA, we're talking about LA or something like that. Actually, it was um, Miami first. Miami, okay. Yeah. So same sort of deal. And uh, you're in Miami, 18, just turned 18 years of age and you're going into the pornography industry. That's fucking mad. That is like mental. Where the hell did that come from? I don't know. I just, I just really wanted to do this. I just really wanted to live my life on my terms. I was sick of being criticized for who I felt like I was at my core. And I knew that this was something that I wanted to do. And I thought about it for four years before I finally turned 18, going over the pros and cons, really like dissecting it. Is this what I want? Why do I want this? And when I finally turned 18, I was like, yes, this, I'm doing it. And it was, it felt liberating to to do the thing that I set out to do that I wanted to do in spite of the criticism, in spite of people telling me that I shouldn't. Number two is your boy, Ned Brockman. Whoa, what 
a moment in Aussie history. Mark managed to chat with Ned right before he started his run from Perth to Bondi in Sydney. And look, Ned inspired you so much, we had to chat to him again right after he ran across the country. What are you thinking about? Like what, what, what occupies your brain? It's, again, that's a long question, a long answer to that question, but um, everything. Like you go from why am I doing this to how good is this to what I'm eating for breakfast the next day, what I'm like, I can't, there's just so much, but I, it gets, there's about, when you get to about 50 Ks throughout a run, throughout a hundred K run, that's where you're like, all those negative thoughts start coming in. You're right. like, I've been running for five hours here. I've got another five hours to go. I'm like, I'll use, I'll use tools. Like I'll you put music in at five hours because it's, I haven't used it yet and I need it as a tool to get me through and I might blast my ears for 40 minutes and I go, this is just too much. Get out. I'm yeah, in my yeah. own head. Um, but yeah, yeah go, uh, I can't, there's multiple things that go through my head. But I mean, Do you get noises? Like, like, like dead set head noises? There? Yeah, I, I do for sure. Jimmy I think Cricket starts I'm, getting on his shoulder and sort of rubbing his knees yeah. so give it up. <laughs> the devil, he pulls up a chair here yeah, and then yeah. have the, a good one here and I'm like, oh. Do you play those games, Angel Devil? Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I go – and then I also play the games with the distances and like once you get here, you can have this. Once you get 10K down, you can have a handful of sour worms, whatever. I get. I just treat myself in that way as well. So that's how I get through it as well. Gaming it. Yeah. But I guess my the deepest reason of getting these things done is the the doubt of people. That's probably one of the biggest things. I'm going to prove them wrong. Yeah, fuck them. Totally. I love yeah. it. Finally, your most downloaded episode is James Smith, an English PT who causes a stir on social media, but his message definitely cuts across. I no longer stand still in escalators because of him, and you'll soon find out why. We burn more calories moving a day than we do training a day. So giving people habits of the step count, walking up escalators, I get annoyed at people, able-bodied people that stand still on escalators. You've been given the opportunity to move faster and you decided to stand still. I think from an attitude perspective, that stinks as well, where, you know, you give someone an opportunity in life, you want them to use that to move faster, not as an opportunity to do nothing. So you might have seen that with like investments before where you, I'm not well-versed in the investment world. You give someone capital to do something and they just sit on their ass and don't do anything and you're like, it's the polar opposite of the reason. It's called negative carry. We call it negative carry. So you go backwards. Yeah. And and it annoys me that so many people, they look at it as, they. we're both looking at an escalator, but I'm seeing it as a way to move at a superhuman speed without running. You're looking at it as a way to stand still and, and do nothing. So I say to people, you know, this neat component is really important. And when we put people in calorie deficits for prolonged periods, they will burn fewer calories over time. This is a part of the body adapting to it. And the biggest way you can offset that is to keep your neat high. And that's why people that manage their step counts have more success long-term dieting because they can get real-life readings on reductions in movement, whereas other people don't realize. And if I was competing for a physique show and you would do an interview with me, my hands would move less. I'd have less facial expressions. The body has so many adaptions. Females, especially when you diet them aggressively, sit down at given opportunities, less likely to take the stairs, fidget less, the adaptions that they have are much more severe than men because women need a higher amount of body fat to survive pregnancy. So we see that dieting females is often harder than men. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you check out all the full episodes from the list. This show is a success because of you. You know that. 
So please let Mark know what you want to hear more of in 2023. Uh, You can message him wherever you want on social media, but you can also email support at mentor.com.au. That's all in the show notes. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 